Welcome to the BetMachette Podcast. I am Kyle Forchetti here with my guests, Brian Campbell and Alex Dalvecchio. Uh, you guys ever see the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray? Only, I mean, Alex, only all the time. Alex is a cinephile. He's seen every movie there is to see. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like we're kind of doing the same thing every day or every week in this case. feel like it was a rough week uh, in general, uh, with the exception of Alex, who's definitely on a hot streak. So... If the guy from Germany is listening, I would definitely start to follow Alex out of all three of us. Uh, but this is kind of the way the NFL season goes. There are highs and lows, peaks and valleys. Uh, we all hit our teasers last week, which is uh, the first time that happened, I believe, this year. But uh, we're going to go around the table. We're going to talk about our picks from week 14 and uh, go on to week 15. Uh, before we uh, get started, uh, we'll just go over uh, our current I guess, standings uh, when it comes to our units. Uh, Campbell is uh, down nine units for the year. Alex uh, is down seven units for the year, and I'm down four units for the year. So, you know, you get one or two good weeks in there, we're definitely going to be in the plus range. So these next couple weeks are going to be crucial going in uh, before we get into the playoffs. So uh, these are definitely, definitely important times. Uh, we're going to go to Alex first. You have the floor, my friend, because you – Went three and two this week. Uh, you've had high risk over the past two weeks, but it's paid off for you. Yeah, it's a, you know, I, I got a, I had a couple of the big backdoor games. And uh, one went for me, one went against me. But, you know, the Ravens, I had no business winning that bet. Lamar Jackson goes down. I'm out of it with 11 minutes left. And then there's an onside kick recovery and a last second touchdown. And I backdoored my way into that win. Um, the Bengals, I felt like, Outplayed the Niners most of the game, except for the two muff punts. The thrilling way to get in overtime. They get the field goal lead. Then you lose the heartbreaker. So, you know, the gods give it. The gods take it away. Um, but, you know, it, it just shows you, right? Like, I, I still feel like I was on the right side of the Bears game because the Bears really came out flying. They played really hard. And if it wasn't for that muff punt and the um, uh, the fumble that happens, I don't think the game is the blowout that it was, or it certainly would have been within the 12 and a half. You know, at one point I had a 22 and a half point lead in that game. So, you know, it's, it's just because you're on the right side of how the game's going to play doesn't mean you'll win it. You just got to keep trying to make good decisions. And in the end, you'll wind up in the plus column. I was plus for the week. Um, if I hadn't leveraged the Bears so heavy, I would have had a really nice week. So it's upsetting to go three and two and only be up plus two with the way I've been doing it. But it is what it is. I don't recall who was refereeing the Bears-Packers uh, Sunday night game, but it seems to me they had Green Bay minus 12.5. But, I mean, that's how bad of a, bad of a team Chicago is. They, they had the, the special teams touchdown. Um, they made some big plays on defense as well early in that game, and they still didn't cover the spread. Uh, so yeah, they were, I mean, the, end they were, the problem is they were running the ball from under center very effectively, and they just – do that thing that bad teams do. They just get away from a thing that's working in-game. You know, Montgomery was doing really well with those perimeter runs, and they just didn't go back to it. And I thought that was the move, but they just kept doing the zone read gun run with fields. And, you know, when something's working in a game, just stick with it. That's the one good thing Belichick does. So you can see why these coaches are bad. I thought that was a very poorly coached game by the Bears. That's to be expected at this point from Matt Nagy, who is certainly yeah. – on the hot seat that is getting hotter and hotter every week. He probably still makes it through the rest of the year, but you got to think. Well, oh, and one, one other thing. Do you know what coach is not on the hot seat, Kyle Fricetti? Uh, I mean, Joe I think Judge is not on the hot seat. I was going to say he's Bill. been told his job is safe. That is unbelievable that they're bringing that man back another year. I just want to get that off my chest. Yeah, I mean, he, he was the special teams coach in New England, right? So. Um, oh, yeah. So natu naturally, you know. You give him a little bit of a cushion there. You, Garrett took the fall. Well, you, know, well, you know, yeah, we've done real good since get rid of Garrett. And, you know, Weiss doesn't work out. Cornell doesn't work out. McDaniels doesn't work out. Mangini basically doesn't work out. All these guys fail. We don't even take one of their main coordinators. We take a special teams coordinator. He's been awful. We've been out – I have a stat for you. The Giants have been outscored 59-0 in the final two minutes of the first half of games this year. 
Never happened in NFL history. The largest spread in NFL history is 36. We're down 59-0. We good. haven't scored one time in the final two minutes of the first half. Think about that. That's unbelievable. That's bad clock management. So. It does seem to be – you'll probably have a new general manager next year as well. So I guess they're going to give Judge one year with a new GM, hopefully bring in some good talent, maybe – look at that quarterback position as it looks like Daniel Jones is going to miss the rest of the year uh, with that uh, head injury. Not a sure, not sure exactly what's going on uh, post concussion wise, but neck uh, injury. Yeah. It's neck slash. Didn't he have a concussion? Uh, he, he, had a- he did, but, but this one, he's been cleared for everything except contact to the neck. And it sounds like that's not get That's not going to change. He has the Peyton Manning Colt injury where like he may need surgery on his neck to fix it. So, if, it, if that's the, not the idea. Yeah, if that's the case, then he's probably having some uh, ridiculous symptoms. He's probably has, has a case of like cervical radiculopathy. He's getting the nerve, the numbness, tingling. I mean, it's hard to play quarterback oh. when you're going like that. So we'll, we'll see what yeah, happens. I always, t- always try to avoid that cervical radiculopathy. Yeah, it's really uh... – <laughs> That's a tough one. Exactly. Well said. It's tough one to play through. So I went two and three uh, last week, but uh, thankfully I uh, hit the best bet. So – I needed those units really bad with the Rams. That was nice. Had them at plus three. Um, a little bit of an, of an overreaction uh, close to game time when they announced that Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby was going to be out. Uh, so that was a good learning experience for me because I actually did hedge that with Arizona uh, just to kind of cover my bases. But uh, don't overreact to injuries close to game time. That's all I'm saying. But still hit that with the best bet. Uh, barely hit the under in that Dallas-Washington game. It shouldn't have even been that close when uh, Dak Prescott seeing ghosts out there uh, not playing well. And then, you know, Vegas, Houston, uh, just bad football teams. Uh, Kansas City's rolling. I don't want to get in front of that train anymore. Uh, Did not think Houston uh, would lose by 20. So just, you know, teams that are packing it in for the year, you got to stay away from them. And then uh, Buffalo was just a bad beat. I mean, it was probably the wrong side in general, just based on how that game started, being down 24 to three. But uh, man, Brady is tough at home. If if they, they're probably not going to get the one seed, but uh, you know they're going to be tough to play in that first round at home. Uh, and they've shown last year that they they can go on the road and win some big road games too against the Saints and the Green Bay Packers last year to get that Super Bowl berth. But um, let's take it to you, Campbell. Uh, oh, I did hit the teaser as well, if that means anything. The Rams and the Bengals uh, barely covered there. Uh, Campbell, let's take it to you. Uh, rough week. Uh, you hit the best bet. Uh, talk to me about last week. Went two and three on the week. Um, like Alex, I also backdoored my way into the Ravens and uh, lost the Bengals, which I kind of felt like I was on the right side of. Uh, won my best bet with the Cowboys, even though Dak decided that he wanted to give that game away. They still hold on to cover that game. Uh, Detroit, they were on a hangover from the week before. Didn't even keep that game close. And the Panthers are just proving that they are just a bad team overall. So down four units for, down four units for the week, two and three. Won my teaser with the Titans and the Packers. So, not the, not the worst of weeks for me. It can always be worse. Uh, for sure, it's going to be crunch time going into the playoffs. Uh, it's neck and neck with us, guys, after everything that's happened. With Alex putting everything on the line these past two weeks, he could have been minus seven or he could have been minus 96, and he ended up on the right side of it. So uh, Listen, Chet, no balls, no babies. No, I mean, I'm – I'm going to listen to what you say today, so we'll see what happens here. Why don't we, why don't we give Alex the floor, and we're going to let you start off with your first pick of week 15. <sighs> first pick, you know, we're going to start light here, just a little, a little four-unit thing, just not, nothing big, nothing crazy. You're going to go four units, and we're going to go ahead. We're going to take the Titans. We're going to lay the one-and-a-half at Pittsburgh here. Um, I just like the game, Pittsburgh um, – I thought this would have been Titans laying three. You know, we've talked all year about how home field isn't that important. Um, Titans are playing really well. They've, they've been playing good without Henry. I, I like where they're at. Um, last year, you know, that feels like once Vable got there, the Titans have become the new Steelers, and they've been outplaying Pittsburgh in these spots. So 
I'll take Pittsburgh, lay the one and a half. You pretty much all you need to happen is to win. Um, the worse the weather is in the game, the more I like the Titans in it. Um, I know the Titans are still probably without AJ for the game, but I like the I like the Titans to get it done. And um, that's my first one. Four units, Titans, only one and a half. What do you think, Chet? All right, Tennessee. So I guess you're going to make me go with my best bet for the first play because oh, kind of forced my hand here. I'm going to take Pittsburgh Steelers plus. Oh, best uh, bet. I'm going to put ten units on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ten? Man, ah. guess you got to say, like, varsity blues, man. Ten! 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 Ten. <laughs> ten units on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they get the ten days rest. Uh, I kind of like what they did, obviously, towards the latter of that Minnesota game when was coming back and winning. That kind of showed me that they're not going to give up. Uh, I like the way Big Ben played in the second half. I think they got some things going with the running game. Uh, obviously, Chase Claypool's an idiot and clown, so they may even game outright if, if that fiasco doesn't happen. But uh, I'm looking at Tennessee. It's more of a fade on Tennessee. I think them coming off the bye last week, they had two weeks to prepare for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, shutting out an NFL team anytime is impressive. They won that game 20 to nothing. But I think the key is they won the turnover battle four to zip. They picked off times, and they still only won the game 20 to nothing. They were outgained in yardage in that game as well. Uh, yards per play were not impressive. Uh, Seems like Ryan Tannehill was rattled. I think he was sacked four got four times in that game. So this is more of a fade on Tennessee with Pittsburgh having something to play for. Still, obviously, there's with all the COVID injuries happening. Uh, COVID injuries, all the all the COVID situations happening this week. Uh, Pittsburgh might see a glimmer of hope in terms of possibly still competing for that division. It's unlikely, but you got to think they're going to put up a pretty good effort here. Uh, Pittsburgh minus two in turnover differential and Tennessee's minus three. So it's kind of a cancel out right there. But uh, give me Mike Tomlin as a, as a home dog. Uh, fade Tennessee, Pittsburgh best bet, 10 units. Campbell, any thoughts? I uh, don't have a play on this. Uh, if I had a lean, it's definitely Pittsburgh. Um, I, I read something that Pittsburgh is looking to go into a more up-tempo style of play, especially seeing the last two games in the fourth quarter, Ben Roethlisberger is something like 13 of 15 with three touchdowns or something like that in the hurry up offense. Um, So they're looking to push the tempo a little more and uh, let big Ben make some decisions on the fly. Um, I think, I mean, Chase Claypool, what he did was inexcusable. It's undisciplined. It was so frustrating to watch. And, like, I was just yelling at the TV as it was happening. Uh, They should have had at least one or two more plays to go for the tie there. Um, But I also think Tennessee's still on the downswing. Pittsburgh, they still got some life in the tank. Big Ben's going to be laying it out all all out on the line these last four weeks, seeing how these could be the last four weeks of his career. So I wouldn't be surprised if Pitt wins this game outright. I'm with you, and obviously a key injury with this matchup is the status of T.J. Watt. He injured his groin in the first half of that Minnesota game, so anytime you take a defensive player of the year candidate off the field, it definitely matters uh, with the point spread as well. Uh, so you definitely have to monitor that. And just, a, a, just a, a general note this week with all the COVID stuff going on, if you're going to place a bet early in the week, make sure you have an option to cash out uh, if some news comes comes out. Uh, if you're using online sites like Bavada, if you do a teaser, usually they won't let you cash out just because teasers are more profitable long-term. So if you're going to do a play early in the week before some COVID news can come out or injury news, definitely have that cash out option. I think that will help you moving forward. All right, so we're going to go to Brian Campbell, first play of week 15. So I'm going to see Alex's four-unit bet, and I'm going to match him with my own little four-unit bet on the Washington football team, uh, plus seven against the Philadelphia Eagles. I like what I'm seeing out of Washington's defense as of lately. Uh, I feel like that unit's been what's been holding them back, but they've been playing well uh, as of late. I think Eagles' offense is susceptible to turnovers and – Jalen Hurts, I don't see. We made USAA Bank. Hello? <laughs> don't know what that was. <laughs> 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 Carry on. 
<laughs> so I don't see Jalen Hurts having that good of a game this week against the the football team. Uh, I think this is a game that the football team can win outright, and I'm getting seven points out of it. I mean, Philadelphia is in no position to be laying seven points to Washington here. So I'm going to put four units on the Washington Red or Washington oh. football team plus yeah. seven. Watch me stay there. That was offensive. Okay, you sorry. <laughs> I, I caught myself. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, I I forgive you. It's okay. Uh, Sponsored by USAA. <laughs> oh geez. Uh, <laughs> and also, Alex, if you have a mute button on your phone, that would be excellent. Just because you know we, we don't know what to expect. Uh, I do. I do have a mute button, and I consciously <laughs> chose not to click it before I did something real quick. And okay. no regrets. That's the tattoo. All right. Uh, I have a thought on the Washington game, if I may. Sure. I think I like Camby's thought because I, I've enjoyed going against the Eagles a lot this year. But, you know, you lose McLaurin off the Washington offense, and I think they're having a lot of injuries at quarterback. Like, aren't they worried that Heineke might not go? Isn't that a concern right now? I read something today that Heineke said his elbow felt good. Uh, he did injure okay. he as well. He practiced uh, today without any problems. So he was listed as a full participant on the injury report. So he is expected to play. And just looking on the other side, we don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to start yet. I read a quote from him today. He was limited today in practice, by the way. But he made some – I'm paraphrasing his quote, but he said something to the effects of, you know, I'm doing everything in my power to try and play. So it seems like he's not not all in. Uh, So that kind of strengthens your Washington play as well with the uncertainty – if you, th- if you think that Hurts is an upgrade over Minshew, I suppose that narrative would play. No, that's true, and especially Washington is decent run defense, so you, you might want the, the quarterback throwing the ball more as opposed to running against Washington. So uh, not not a bad thought there if, if you do like Philly. But um, either way, uh, I think this is a nice buy-low spot on Washington. I mean, I, lo- I, love, uh, Min- I love Minshew magic, but I think his magic's going to run out this week. It is December, so uh, the stash does not have magic anymore like they would in November. Um, all right, so your first play is good. Uh, we're going to go back to uh, the guy that went 3-2 and two last week, Alex, second play, week 15. Alex, are you off the mute button? <laughs> Alex Salvecchio, can you hear what I'm saying? Okay, we're going to go to me for my second play, <laughs> week 15. Uh, let's see what we got here. We started off nice and big, so we're going to scale it down a little bit. I'm going to go to Monday Night Football. Okay, I'm back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to get my second play. If, I, if I'm randomly muted, just assume that someone's coming to my place of business. That's what we assumed, either that or you got mugged or something. We hope it's it's the former, so yeah, everything's good. Uh, I'm going to take Chicago Bears plus three and a half on Sunday night, just a one-unit play. Uh, I'm going to fade Kirk Cousins on prime time. They're coming off of a nice game where they covered. The Bears are coming off uh, of a tough loss, but I think you give me three points and, and the hook. I think Justin Fields is just going to continue to get better towards the end of the year. He's a young quarterback. He doesn't have the best coaching staff in the league, but I think he showed some good things in that Green Bay game before, you know, unfortunately throwing the pick six that, turn that game around but uh you know chicago they don't have much to play for but i like betting on divisional teams that are trying to play spoiler against teams that still have a shot at the playoffs that minnesota does they're six and seven so they're right in the thick of things um i'm gonna fade kirk cousins cold weather primetime game uh chicago plus three and a half any thoughts i do have a play on this game also so i'll jump in all right this is this is my best bet of the week Oh boy. 10-unit best bet, Minnesota Vikings minus <laughs> three and a half. And here's why. Give me a team that has something to play for, like the Vikings do, still trying to fight for the playoff race. A team that played on Thursday night, so they have the extra three days rest against the team that played Sunday night going into a short week. And all signs are pointing to take the Vikings. Plus, Justin Fields is terrible. He's bad. He's not a good quarterback. I know the stigma on Kirk Cousins and primetime games, but I'm willing to lay the three and a half. So give me the Vikings minus three and a half, 10 unit best bet for the week. Ten? 
A that 10. You got to do it. You got to do it. A 10. 10. So, so um, are, are the best bets just going to be automatically 10 units now? Or is that Absolutely just... not. You never know what I need. I mean, we'll do later. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, something's got to give this week. We're, we're pretty neck and neck. So the fact that we have some head-to-head games, we have two games going head-to-head already. Oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait. Good. Sunday's going to be fun. Uh, Alex, since you were uh, in the movie theater showing showing a film, you only put one play down. So we got to get – let's go two plays, two straight plays from the man. Two plays from me. All right. So this one here I'm going to do um, – I'm going to tomorrow night. So you got to get this pot up quick, Chet. I'm going to do five units, five units on the Kansas City Chiefs without Chris Jones. God help me. But I really want to ride the Chiefs all year. I've loved them all year. I liked him when no one was liking him in October. I said, once that one game clicks, they're going to be good. And I don't know if you've noticed, but Clyde's starting to pick it up a little bit. And the only thing that offense needs to do is get five yards on first down, and they're going to kill you. That's what's happened. I think last week you saw their defense, is turning, their defense has been really an elite unit in the league. And, um, you know, the offense has finally started to gel. So um, really like where they're at. As a team, I like where they're at as a roster. Obviously, losing Chris Jones is, is brutal, so I'm trying to fade a close contact COVID inactive tomorrow night. But, um, you know, the Chargers are coming off the Giants anyway, and when you face a high school team, then you turn around and place an NFL team, it's going to be hard for you. So I, I think the Chiefs are going to win tomorrow night. Um, lay the three. I like that one. So five units on the Chiefs tomorrow night. Kansas City just a few weeks ago was nearly dead last in turnover differential and still had well above a winning record. Past two weeks, they have not turned the ball over. I don't believe. Maybe they did one time. But the moral of the story is they went from almost dead last in turnover to 17th. So they were kind of right in the middle of the pack. They're at a straight zero for the year. So I think this is the team that we all expected to see at the beginning of the year. And I think they're only going to improve as, as the year goes on another uh just tidbit about this game i mean the chargers really have no home field advantage in la you could even say it's going to be more of an advantage for kansas city uh so you know a little bit of a revenge factor for the chiefs as well with the chargers beating them outright in kansas city as uh, i think there were seven point dogs in that game so kansas city definitely with a revenge factor here definitely lean kansas city uh no no play on this uh, just a lean campbell uh any thoughts on the game uh, I'm leaning Kansas City too. They're just playing too good uh, football right now to bet against. Um, I mean, we Alex said it perfectly. Like we've been waiting for this Chiefs team to show up, and they're finally showing up. So I mean, it's a team that you're going to want to back next couple of weeks. I think so. The, Kansas City is the right side on this one. The line is a little odd. I mean, the line. How it opened at Kansas City minus four, and it's been bet down to three. So that that does concern me a little bit that it's three across the board. Uh, but you know, sometimes that doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't matter sometimes where the sharp money is. Sometimes the public is right. So it's probably going to be one of those games. Lean Kansas City. Uh, who is next year? Oh, we're going to do two straight from Alex. So Alex, you're up again. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got that one in, and now this one I haven't bet this team all year. And I hope this isn't the case where I wasn't there for the wedding and I'll be there for the funeral. But, again, more of a modest one for me. I'm only going to go three units on it, but I am going to go with the Patriots getting points. I think the line is wrong Saturday night. I'm going to go with the Patriots getting points against Indianapolis. Um, I think the way the Patriots play can really take advantage of a quarterback who might be mistake-prone. And Wentz against really elite defenses does have that feel of a guy who's going to make mistakes and throw you the ball. Going to be a close game. Not going to pretend it's not, but you are getting points with New England. I think New England's the better team anyway. Um, So I'm taking New England in this game. Um, Just a small one. We're going a little modest. I'll have my big one later. But uh, New England's a side I'm on. I haven't bet them all year. So hopefully, like I said, you don't want to miss the wedding and be there for the funeral with these bets. But I'm hopping on the New England train. How many do you have in this game, Alex? Three. Eight. Okay. Well, uh, we're going three. Three. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah, I have a speech impediment. Going really big today. Uh, so we're going to go head-to-head again, man. I'm taking the Colts. Uh, oh, and, my goodness. And uh, we're gonna, what does DraftKings have? DraftKings has uh, – Two, minus two. two. Okay, so we'll do two. All right. I mean, it's not – it's under three. So uh, I'm going to take the Colts minus two. I think they are the better football team. 
I think this is a huge game for the Colts. They need this more than New England does. Uh, I want to see how Mac Jones does against a pretty pretty good defense in Indianapolis. They have really good run defense, something that Buffalo didn't have in that game against New England. I'm kind of throwing out that Buffalo Pats game with the weird weather conditions with the wind. Uh, I think the Colts are going to shut down New England's running game. I want to see how Mac Jones does having to throw the football. When you take a team like New England who plays on grass, you put them in a dome situation, uh, that team does not seem to do as well in that environment. So I'm going to take the the team that's going to play a little bit more desperate. Uh, I, I think the line not being at three is just respect to New England based on what they've done this year. But eventually the Patriots have to lose a game. You know, they, they've covered every game since that Cowboys overtime loss in October. So there has to come a time, uh, national television, uh, Mac Jones against a good defense. Uh, I think the Colts really need this game. So I'll take the Colts minus two and I'm going to put, Five units on the Colts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't have a play in this game. Uh, my lean is towards the Colts, though. I think that Jonathan Taylor has just been a man amongst boys the last few weeks. He's taken over the league by storm. Um, I'd like to see how the Patriots do against a very run-oriented offense like the Colts. Um, but I think this is going to be a game that the Colts control the clock, they control the ball, and they keep the Patriots off the field um, for most of the game. So I think the Colts are going to end up winning this game by at least a field goal. Man, something's got to give this week, guys. A lot of head-to-heads, and I feel like that it's going to happen again before the end of this podcast. So uh, let's go to Campbell. What's your next play? So my third – uh, my third pick is going to be the Houston Texans getting four points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and it's basically just because who are the Jacksonville Jaguars to be laying more than a field goal to end one? Um, I think Jacksonville is in complete disarray. There's a lot of dysfunction on the team between players and coaches. Um, Urban Meyer is just a mess there. And I think uh, Houston and Davis Mills is going to take full advantage of that. And I'm getting four points out of it. Uh, Even better, getting above a field goal. So I'll take Houston plus four for five units. Five units on the Texans. Man, that is an ugly dog. That is an ugly game. Uh, Definitely the number one pick is in play for one of these teams. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's a tough one to read. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't be a week if we weren't talking about an ugly team. <laughs> it, it's back in the past month pretty much, so it, it, it had to come up at some point. Uh, man, yeah, I don't, I don't have any uh, feel on this game. I, I read an article today, or I saw, like, the title of an article that, that ha- asked the question, is Urban Meyer the worst NFL coach in history? Uh, so that's enough to keep me away from it. Just – Oh, uh, Alex, do you have any? Uh, do you have a lean in this game or a play? No, I, I would like to go. Uh, I'd like to go Houston on it, but they're awful. So you know, I guess I would go lean home field, but I don't really have a lean in the game either way. Um, you know, if you bet this game, you're either betting on like like you said, like you're betting on the team picking first overall or the team picking second overall next year or third. So. Yeah. It's one I would stay away from, but, I mean, there could be value there because if you fade the right way, you know, who knows? Like, would it surprise anyone if Houston wins by 17 and, you know, Campbell looks like a genius? No. So, you know, yeah, I'm low, staying far away, though. Uh, low total of the game, too. I'm seeing 39 and a half, uh, man. So, you, you got to think with that low of a total that the back door should be open in this game, but it's it, it's hard to say. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm are these teams not equal? I mean, what, why is Jacksonville laying this many points? I, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's that's my opinion on it. Like, how, who is Jacksonville to lay four points? Like, give it to me all day. Yeah, I, I don't understand that at all. I mean, home field. How many how many points are getting home field these days? One and a half, maybe two. So th- this should be closer to a pick, you know, minus one and a half or minus two Jacksonville. Now this is, I'm shocked that it's over, over three. Uh, 
Alex, you're up, right? Fourth play? Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, fourth yes. play. I just drank some water. It went down the long pipe, so I'm in emotional and physical recovery right now. You know how that feels. Okay, take your time if you need to, you know. No, I'm good. I'm going to muscle through this. Yeah. All right, I'm taking a, uh, a team. I'm going to ride a little bit here. Um, you know, you're going to see this theme here when I'm starting to get back to those teams I really liked in September. I feel like they might be through the bad days, and now the good days are coming. Um, I'm going to take the Rams laying four and a half against the Seahawks. They're at home after a big win. I think the Rams have kind of been waiting to face the Cardinals, and then now that they won that game, you know, they're going to start setting their sights on this division. I don't see them stubbing their toe here against a bad Seattle team. It's also made to order for the Rams, you know, a really good D-line and pass rush against just an awful offensive line the Seahawks have. Uh, you know, you're hearing that Russell Wilson is talking about trades to Denver and the Giants. I mean, how bad does your program have to be if you're talking about being traded to the Giants? So, um, going to the Rams here um, – like the matchup, Odell leaving, I don't mind it. I think Ramsey should be back because I think Ramsey had the shot. So, <clears throat> assuming he gets two negatives, he'll be back out there to take Metcalf away. Um, taking the Rams there and you're not laying. I thought this game was going to be six. It's four and a half, so I like that. So, taking the Rams. I know there were some uh, COVID-related uh, cases with the Rams that I believe is the reason for this uh, opening at seven and then – getting uh, down to four, four and a half. Uh, obviously, we know Odell Beckham is the most uh, most recognizable name on that list, but I, I think there were a few more players that were added to that list. So, uh, unsure if they're going to be ready to play on, on Sunday. Uh, so, that's I have no no uh, opinion on this game. Uh, I Personally, I, I mean, you're not getting the best of the number with Seattle anymore. The time to get Seattle was when it was at seven, but who would have taken Seattle before the the COVID news came out and then the Rams are coming off of an emotional big time win. So uh, maybe a little bit of a letdown spot here. So the easy, easy pass. You know, you know, with the letdown, I I think we're too late in the game for that with the Rams. Like I think the Rams are really scoreboard watch. Like they want this division and they beat the Cardinals. Like I think you're going to see a really focused Rams team the rest of the way, especially after just getting bludgeoned in November. Like I think the letdown stuff is more things to worry about for the bad teams. But I think the good ones, I think they're going to start focusing in. It's all, it's getting pretty late. How many units did you put on it? Oh, I didn't say. Seven. Oh, jeez. Seven. Uh, you're forcing our hand here, Alex. I mean, I could... Seven. Oh, don't worry. My best one's coming. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to my fourth play here. Uh, save that one for last. I was debating between – I thought about Detroit, but I just – I don't want to – I, I put – Put a personal bet on Detroit just when the DeAndre Hopkins news came out, but I'm not going to have it in the in the uh, plays here for this week. So I'm going to pass on that. Uh, I'm not that that happy about the number that I have to lay here, but uh, it's more of a fade on Atlanta. I'm going to lay the nine points with the Niners. Uh, I think they're just playing really good football with the exception of that Seattle game. They've been pretty much on a roll. They're getting healthier. The defense is playing well. Yeah, they let up against Cincinnati, but you know Cincinnati—they're—they're they're going to keep fighting. They're a young team. They want to—they obviously want to make the playoffs this year. So I'm not surprised that they—they they put up a better effort in the second half. But it's more of a fate on this uh, Atlanta team. Uh, there's a reason why this line is up at nine, and it, it opened at seven. It was quickly bet up to nine. I mean, I'm not—I'm not upgrading Atlanta at all after their win over Carolina last week. Carolina's—I think at this point one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, based on what they're putting out there, a quarterback. So having the Niners, uh, they're probably going to roll here. I see them probably winning this game by a couple touchdowns. Uh, Matt Ryan up against that defense. Uh, Debo Samuel's healthy. George Kittle is just a beast. Uh, Atlanta's bottom five in um, in uh, yards and fantasy points versus tight ends. So I think Kittle's just going to have a monster day again. Um, I'm going to put two units on the Niners. Do you guys have any thoughts or opinions on this game man uh, george kittle's a hell of a football player i was watching the overtime of that game that was unbelievable so um no i think you're on the right side of it you know the only thing i would say is that you know you just don't know what jimmy g you're getting so if you get the one that's a little turnover prone or mistake prone then 
He's going to be closer than you want. But, you know, the Falcon season has low-key been one of the worst seasons of the league. I mean, they're just, a, you know, the Calvin Ridley left and their receivers are hurt. So, I think you're on the right side of the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Atlanta, I, I can't, it's hard to believe that they're 6-7. and seven. I mean, they're, they're, they're right in the thick of things. And they're it, such a bad six and seven. Like, hey, and I'm I'm opening up their schedule right now. You got to talk about the Falcons a little bit while I'm pull, pulling up their schedule, Campbell. Like you, you you look at six and seven teams, and like there's a big difference between the Vikings six and seven and the Falcons six and seven, in my opinion. Absolutely. Look, look at their wins. They they beat they beat the Jets. They beat the Dolphins when Tua was just coming back. Uh, I think that was the game where was that the game where. No, that wasn't the game that Brissett got hurt. But uh, they beat Miami. Uh, their most impressive victory was definitely against the Saints. And then they beat Jacksonville and Carolina last week. So there you go. This is a step up in the <clears> lap, uh, for the Falcons. So uh, I'll lay the nine and call it a day. All right. So we're on to – that's four plays for me. Alex has four plays. So we're at you, Brian, for your fourth play. All right, so I am going – they've let me down a couple times now, but I am going back to them again this week. I'm going Cincinnati Bengals uh, getting two and a half against the Denver Broncos. I'll give you um, that three couple shots. All right, so Cincinnati Bengals plus three over the Denver Broncos. Um, basically, I'm just betting it because – Looking at both teams, I think the Bengals have the better team. Um, I still think Denver is an overrated team. I know they prove me wrong sometimes, but I think they are overrated. I think the Bengals coming off a two-game slide now, they're going to be coming out extra hard to try to get back in that win column again. Um, So getting three points there I think is the right side of this. So I'm going to go – Bengals plus three. Um, let's go five units on it. All right. Uh, before we go to you, Alex, I'm going to briefly speak on this game because it's, because it is my last play of week 15. And unfortunately, Brian, we can't go head to head this this game. But I'm going to take the Bengals as well. Uh, plus three. Uh, love the Bengals in this spot. I think uh, with them coming off a tough loss and Denver coming off of a blowout win against a bad team, I think there's going to be a step up in class for the Broncos. Bengals have seemed to be a better road team this year, so I I like them in this spot coming off of a uh, tough loss. Uh, You look at the analytics and the statistics like DBOA and yards per play, and Bengals have advantages in both those avenues. Uh, I think this is a nice get-right spot for the Bengals. Maybe Denver does win the game, but I think with the low total, seeing a total of, what are you seeing, 43-and-a-half, 44. So they're expecting a low-scoring game, uh, defensive struggle. So give me the points on the road. I feel pretty good about it. Probably going to have Cincinnati included in my teaser as well, and I'll put uh, five units on the Cincinnati Bengals. What would you put on the Niners? Just two units. Okay. All right, Alex, finish strong, my man. This is the last play out of all of us. What do you got? Oh, I, I didn't do a fifth play yet either. You did not do a fifth play. Okay, we're going to go to Campbell first because Alex gets to go last because he, he uh, did the best out of all three of us. So, Campbell, we're going to take it back to you. So, I'm going to Saturday afternoon for this one. Uh, small play on this one. Uh, I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders minus one, and it's strictly because – they're pretty much playing against one of my old arena or UFL teams. Um, Browns have everyone on the COVID list this week. Pretty much their entire O-line, head coach, quarterback, number one receiver. Everyone's in COVID restrictions right now. So we're going to pretty much have uh, Keanu Reeves and the replacements coming (laughs) to fill out that roster. So it's basically just a fade on Cleveland. Uh, here, so I'm just going to do a three-unit small play on the Las Vegas Raiders, giving a point on that. I love how, at this point in the year, with what Alex has done the past few weeks with putting like 50 units on each on each game, that like three units is considered really small now. As prior to the beginning of the year, like <laughs> big play for me at least. So, uh, thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. 
Hey, it's it's competition here. I'm going. I'm going for the win. It is. And Alex, are you with us, or are you showing another screening of uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home? Oh boy. Okay. One. Uh, oh. Okay. He signed an NDA. He's not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, forget I mentioned that. Uh, let's go to our teasers then, Campbell, and then we'll take it back to Alex for his last, last bet. Uh, okay, um, so I'll go to my teaser. One thing I don't really like to do is I, I, like, oh, I don't like to play teasers on games that I've already picked, but it's kind of been hard to find other games that I like teasers on for this week. Um, with that being said... I kind of forced myself to still go with two teams that I didn't make any plays on here. Um, I did like your pick of the Steelers in, in your best bet. And, I mean, seeing them at one and a half, I felt like that was the perfect spot to tease them up to seven and a half, get them over a touchdown. And then the other game, even though I like the Colts to win the game outright, um, I wouldn't mind getting New England up to eight and a half, um, getting them over the touchdown also. So my six-point teaser is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven and a half, New England Patriots plus eight and a half. That would be a nice middling situation if they had in D minus two, and then you you hit both with New England plus eight and a half. It certainly could happen. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where the final score falls. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's going to be – I think that's going to be a close game. Um, like – I think it's one that Indy can win outright, but I don't see it being more than a touchdown game. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, they definitely – I mean, talk about those long teasers. Both those games certainly fit it. So, uh, I have a similar situation, although we did take the Bengals at three, so that doesn't officially fit the, the long formula. But there are a bunch of two-and-a-halves out there with the Bengals game. Uh, so, those are really the, the two that I, I looked at. Um, uh, the Bengals, I'm going to tease them up to plus nine, and then I'm going to take Pittsburgh like you did and get them at – I'm back. Oh, the the, uh, the the man of the hour is back. Sorry, yeah, I was uh, discussing all the juicy Spider-Man details, so I muted my phone so I don't get sued. That's not. <laughs> hey, just to, just to make this official, this is a spoiler-free podcast, so don't don't make anybody tune hey, in. Hey, you'll never get hey, you'll never get them from me. I believe in the theatrical experience. <laughs> if he also believes in keeping a million dollars to his name. Yeah. Although I'll tell you this, and, and I told them when I, when you signed an NDA for a million dollars, I told them you might as well have made this a billion dollars. You have just as much chance of collecting it from me. Like, <laughs> that's a million dollars. Like I'd be scared. I'd be more scared of an eight hundred dollar NDA. Like damn, that would suck. <laughs> like a million dollars. Oh, who cares? I'll never get that. <laughs> I was just uh, finishing up my my teaser. I I took Bengals plus nine and Steelers plus eight and a half. Uh, so uh, we're gonna take it back to you. You got to give us your last. Uh, last side for best, week, and then your teaser. Best bet, and I'll go. I'll go ten. I'll go ten. Ten units. Ten. Going ten units, and the accent's appropriate because I'm riding them Dallas Cowboys. Laying ten. What? what is it? What is it? Twelve and a half. Uh. What am I laying here? It's and it's it's eleven. Only, yeah, eleven. Eleven. Way too long. That's supposed to be eighteen. <laughs> the Giants are a corpse. They don't have McKinney. They're, they don't have um, Zimenez. They don't have Leonard Williams. I mean, they just lost four of their most important defensive players to COVID. Glennon is playing. The team is a corpse. The Cowboys are going to come out and kill them. Dak is getting a lot of grief this week, so you know he's going to want to show out. I'm telling you, best bet of the week, maybe the year. This has, you know... 42 to 13 and all over it, folks. Take seems, the Cowboys, lay the wood. It uh, seems... Double-digit Del Vecchio is back. He's back. Uh, he went away for a few weeks, but he's definitely back with a vengeance. Uh, the uh, Michael Strahan single-season sack record might be in jeopardy in this game. Just just in one game, yeah. <laughs> Parsons coming off the edge. Wouldn't be surprised if he sacks Glennon, you know, 10 to 12 times. We'll see. <laughs> I, I hope you're right. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, uh, you know, the the Giants' defense, uh, they're 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 they could play well enough to keep them in the games. But I mean, 
mean, their offense is just – No, but, dude, they, they've lost all their defenders. You take Leonard Williams out, you take Xavier McKinney out, that's your two yeah. best guys. Yeah. You know, Jennings isn't coming back. So, no, I mean, they're an undermanned defense now to go along with the offense you've seen against one of the best teams in the NFC who also happens to want to kill them. So, yeah, this is, this is on a tee. Yeah, I mean, maybe Dallas is a decent – if you like your three-team ten-point teasers, they might not no, be. absolutely not. Lay the wood. Lay the wood, everybody. I'm saying it, it's you know the ten-point teasers might not be a bad choice this week. You have Buffalo at laying ten and a half. You have Dallas, and you have Tampa at minus eleven. You have um, you have Arizona. I'd probably stay away from that game. But there you do. take a I'm teaser like, with ten points. Miami. Take the take the Cowboys laying twenty and a half just to get yourself better odds. You'll still cover it by halftime. Wow. Okay. <laughs> guys make a living based on the fate of the Giants every week. <laughs> There's what? a reason I've been coming back. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You had the Chargers last week, minus 10. Yep. Um, all right, teaser, and then uh, we'll just get some quick thoughts on uh, week 16, and then we'll, we'll call it a day. My teaser, I will go with the Cowboys, and I will go with the Ravens. I like the Ravens' tease this week. All right, so you're doing uh, – Six point teaser or seven point or six and a half or seven? Whatever you guys are doing. I'm not changing. You just need to do mine four Cowboys yeah. and then Ravens are, uh, I'm seeing Ravens at five. Yep. So you get 11. Yep. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about that Baltimore game at all? or? You know, I mean, you're gambling a little bit that Lamar is going to be healthy, but, you know, I think what they showed you last week, the Ravens are not a corpse. If um, what is it? who is it? Tyrod that goes in for him? Who's the who? No, who's the Raven backup? Uh, Hundley, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, and he he played he played reasonably well. Like he didn't embarrass himself. So, um, you know, it's that time of year. The Ravens, you know, they need the game. The AFC North is crazy. Packers don't need the game. Aaron Rodgers came out of that game saying he's hurt, and I listen. Maybe I need to stop watching pressers of Aaron Rodgers because he was apparently hurt last week and he was just tossing dimes everywhere. But the Ravens are a good team. I'll take the Ravens. And a teaser. I wouldn't take the bet straight, but I'll take it with some help. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay, you know, you're talking about sample size. They're definitely the better team than Baltimore. But, I don't know, it just seems to me this week that Baltimore is, I guess you can compare compare them to a wounded dog. You know, <laughs> they're, they're cool. in a desperate spot. I mean, they went from being the top seed in the AFC to – possibly not even making the playoffs. So uh, this is a must-win situation with, with them, even with them, uh, you know, especially with them coming up short last week at Cleveland. So this is a, a really, really dire situation for them. So they're definitely going to play more desperate. They're hurt. Obviously, we don't know the status of Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's expected to play, but, you know, with his ankle situation, you take away his running abilities, how effective. Ooh. Hey, guys, I got some juicy stuff, breaking news here. You ready for it? Yeah. This is a big injury considering the other injury in this game. Rashawn Slater is officially out tomorrow for the Chargers. All-pro left tackle rookie. That, that's a big loss. That's how they run the ball. That is a, that's a big L. So that might cancel out or help the eat. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So the Chris Jones loss may be a little canceled out now. Right. Yeah, that is, that is big. Was it COVID or was it injury-related? Injury, injury. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's really big. Um. All right, so we, we got our plays in. Uh, any thoughts on next week? I always like to look at the look-ahead lines just to kind of see what the matchups are and all that. Uh, yeah, bet against the Giants. Oh, no. Are they playing the Eagles? Uh, yes. Yes, they are. Uh, you know what? I still think Eagles Giants are going to shoot. Eagles are laying eight and a half in that game. Wow. Yeah, you know, I still kind of like the Giants to compete. Wow. I, I actually, I've gone the other way. I think Eagles are going to win that game just because Jones won't be playing. But I still think, you know, that they're going to show up for that game. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's one game that sticks out to me like a sore thumb. You look at that uh, Bills-Patriots game. Do you, do you see that? Are you kidding me? New England, they're laying two points against the Bills at home. Uh, something's not right there. I mean, I don't put a lot of merit into the look-ahead lines based on what's going to happen this week. But what? I mean, New England... So uh, that tells you Vegas quietly probably thinks the Colts are winning Saturday. Maybe, but, I mean, sometimes they're wrong, right? That's why I used yeah. to 
put a lot into that. Like, oh, I have to take the Colts now. But sometimes Vegas doesn't get the lines wrong and they adjust after the games. But so that's a shady line to me based on how the Bills have been playing, too. So maybe it's I mean, if the Bills blow out Carolina, that's not going to move the line very much because Carolina's Carolina's a, a dog shit team. So I don't know. That line just seems a little weird to me. Maybe it's like a revenge game based on what happened a few weeks ago. Um, so I kind of like the Bills in that spot. I would definitely like them as a teaser leg just based on the revenge factor. There's not a lot of lines looking at the lines that I like right off the bat. A lot um, of divisional matchups, too. The New York Jets are a favorite next week. Uh, Jacksonville or Houston? <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville? Uh, okay. Jets I mean, are, I, Jets I, are, I would, like, I would like Jets there. Jets are laying one. I like the Jags. I like <laughs> God, I wish I could audio clip that. All right. Well, so whenever whenever I, I, I want, I can have Chetty say, I like the Jags. The, the, the one game that I think the line is off on right now, if I had to pick one, I think Chicago, they're giving Chicago too many points against the Seahawks. I don't think Chicago is seven points worse than the Seahawks. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, definitely. Not yeah. with Chicago. Chicago's a decent defense. and Seattle is low-key in a worse spot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, I must be off. This is a great pod. All right, yeah, short and sweet. Win well. Uh, if you're going to see Spider-Man No Way Home this week, enjoy. Uh, don't spoil it for anybody else. Support your local movie theaters. Yes. God bless. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh Thank you for joining us. We'll see what uh, happens with this tight race going into the playoffs. Who's going to come out on top? A lot of bragging rights on the line. Uh, some money is going to be on the line this weekend, too. And if, uh, Campbell, you don't have anything more to add, then we'll just call it a day. We'll see you next week. Spoiler alert. It's going to be me coming out on top. Yeah, that's what you said last week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Later. Later.